Welcome to Sophisticated Mom, and I'm your host, Dr. Sophia, the creator of the Christian lifestyle blog, SophisticatedMom.com. I will break down faith-based advice and make it applicable and relatable to help you on your journey on this thing we call life. You'll learn everything you need to know on how to become the master of your own destiny. Are you wondering what to do about an unplanned pregnancy? Then you have come to the right place. First off, I want to tell you that I was once where you were. I was facing an unplanned pregnancy and I did not know what to do or how to feel. I was 23 years old and I was nowhere near ready to be someone's mother, which is why I want to talk to each and every one of you to give you a different perspective from those you are used to hearing that may not know what you're feeling. I want to give you a real perspective of someone who actually faced an unplanned pregnancy, was not with her child's father, did not get any child support, did not have immediate family living next to me, and also I did not go into a life of poverty, struggling, and growing up to hate my child, and it did not stop me from living my dreams or even going back to school. In fact, it pushed me towards it. My son is literally my heart walking around in the world, and I am indeed someone's mother. But before you click off thinking I'm going to go on some crazy rant about God knows what, I still want you to know that everything you are feeling, I felt So I'm not just going to sit here and tell you something crazy because I'm pro-life. It was not like I just became pregnant and had all this money and faith that everything was going to work out. And after I had my son, everything was going to be all lollipops and gun drops. You can read my single mom story by clicking the link down below. There was struggle and there were times where it was hard, which I also have a video down below that you can watch. And also don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking the link down below as well. Nothing was or is perfect, but here I am today, Dr. Reed. Yes, you read it right, doctor. I got two additional degrees after I had my son, a master's and a PhD. So life of being a young single mom going through an unplanned pregnancy and being happy as possible. Your life is not over. Never underestimate your strength combined with love and what you can do or are willing to do to provide for your child if raising your child is something that you choose to do. I'm going to get into how to help you decide on what to do or if you are deciding should you keep your baby or not. But I really did want to give you a backstory to let you know I was not some crazy pro-life person that was going to tell you you were going to go to hell for getting pregnant. And it can be hard to find other people to relate to and will give you good advice, especially if you are deciding if you want to keep an unplanned pregnancy. Despite the fear you may have, getting pregnant is not the end of the world. I do not care if it is just you and the child's father told you that he will never speak to you again if you don't get an abortion. Never let someone talk you into doing something that you don't want to do or that you're not comfortable doing. Once again, I had the same conversation with my son's father. And for a long time, he didn't talk to me, but his threats did not kill me. When it comes to deciding to keep an unplanned pregnancy, I want to talk about most of your options from keeping the baby to giving up the child. The only option I won't talk about is an abortion because like I said, it's not my thing, but there are plenty of resources out there aside from my blog that will give you information about that. Now I think I've went on for long enough and also don't forget to check out my video down below for more tips on what to do when faced with an unplanned pregnancy. First, you have to start to think about what your life will look like if you keep your child. Babies are cute and babies are fun, but if you think that your child is going to be born to entertain you, then you are going to get your feelings hurt. The first night when I brought home my son, he cried every two hours or less. I thought to myself, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. 
Even though it was horror for the first few days, I did do it. But even after those first few days, I had to return to work and life was not easy. The fact of the matter was is that my nearest family member was two hours away and I had to be at work at 5.45 a.m., a time in which most daycares were not open. I tell you this so that you know it can be hard, but that it can also be done if you want to do it. If you want to raise the child yourself, you may want to consider a few things. Do you have a place to live? Do you have a support system? Do you have a job? Are you taking care of yourself? Even if you do not have it all figured out, you do have time to figure it out. But figure it out sooner rather than later. You should form a plan as soon as possible on how this will work, how you you will provide for your child, who will watch your child. Before my son was born, I had seen so many babysitters. I had a babysitter lined up to watch him when I work on the weekends. I had already planned for my mother to drive down and watch my son. The more you plan on how you will do things, the more comfortable you will feel on what your post-baby life would look like. Maybe you will have to move back in with your parents until you save some money or they can help you with child care when you do go to work. Do you plan on getting child support? If so, how much? Will you go back to school or get a second job? If so, who will watch your child? How much will you save? And so on and so forth. True story for me, I went on several interviews while I was pregnant and I started a new job when my son was about three months, a month after returning from maternity leave. Because I knew I could not stay at the 12 to 16 hours a day job I was working. I never went into my situation blind. Being a single mom can be hard, but it works better if you plan as soon as possible and as much as possible. You cannot plan for everything, but you should at least try to. Have a clear day-to-day realistic vision of what your life as a mom would look like. Do not just sit, be depressed, and be pregnant. Then when you have a child, you're crying because you don't know what to do. Be proactive and not reactive. Being a single mom is joyful, but your child is not going to be there to entertain you. Being a mother means that nothing is about you. It's all about the child. Understand that becoming a mother is a selfless act. It is going to require you to be the grown-up, to work hard, and to get up earlier. It is going to require you to put on your big girl panties and be a woman and be responsible. If you really feel that you can do this, then yes, I do feel that you have what it takes to keep your child because I feel you can get through anything, but what really determines that is your drive to want to be a mom. If you really have the want, I think you may surprise yourself on what you can do when it comes down to it. Second, when deciding to keep an unplanned pregnancy, what if it's a teenage pregnancy? I wanted to create a section for pregnant teenagers. Being a pregnant teen does not mean your life is over. You may be a teen reading this or you may be a teen parent reading this. If you are a teen parent, then I urge you to not just force your child to get an abortion. And I know what you may be saying. Oh, but it will all fall on me. My child does not have a job and I don't want to raise a child. And I get it more than you may think. Let me tell you a story. I know someone that got pregnant at 18, had their daughter at 19. Then she realized she had to do something with her life. She joined the military where she stayed in for 20 years. Now she has two bachelor's degrees, a master's degree. Not only does she have a retirement check from the military, but she also has a high federal paying job. And that person was my mother. I'm a product of a teen pregnancy. And I think my life was better than most people's. I traveled. I lived overseas. I got a car when I was in high school. I had a normal teenage upbringing and never wanted for anything. A teenage pregnancy does not mean your life is automatically going to suck. 
And yes, it may require that you as a parent may have to help or your child, just as my grandmother helped out my mother. But I'm a prime example that teen pregnancy is not the end all be all. My mother would have to have some level of maturity and a support system. But if that is something that everyone is willing to do, then you can have a good outcome. As a young mother, you may have to determine if you have a support system, if someone is willing to help you. Are you mature enough to be a mom as a teen? You have to sacrifice a lot, so beware of that. When you have a baby, you have to accept that you have to give up partying, clubbing, and going out with your friends. That is what moms do. You have to get a job, possibly take night classes to get a high school degree or GED. Just like my mother, military is always a good option. But you have to be mature enough to make those decisions and you have to realize that your child must come first and not what you want. You have to understand that even if your parents help you, your child is not your parents' child. It is your child and you still have to take full responsibility. If you're not able to do that, then you may want to consider other options such as adoption. Third, considering adoption. Just because you have made the decision to keep an unprammed pregnancy does not mean you have to raise the child yourself which I have another blog on and you can click the link down below to read that. I give examples in that separate blog of famous people who were from an unplanned pregnancy and then given up for adoption. Deciding to keep an unplanned pregnancy means that you are choosing to give your child life, even if it means it's not a life with you. There are so many people who want to be parents and cannot have children that would love your child or could give them a good life. So why not consider that? I know for some of you, you may feel like you just don't want to hand your child over to never be seen or heard from again. But in this day and age, there are so many options for adoption, such as open, where you can still see the child very often and the child will probably even grow up knowing that they're adopted. A semi-open, where you may get pictures of the child but not be able to have contacts or visits with the child. This will literally just be to heal your curiosity about your child's living situation. And of course, a closed adoption if you just want the child to go about their life and you never hear from them and they never hear from you. If you choose adoption, choose early. That way you can make an informed decision about where you want your child to go and who you want them to be placed with. You can actually interview the parents and that way when you actually give your child up, you be really com- you could be really comfortable with the decision that you made instead of just having to call the local foster care system and hand your child off to them. At least have a role in making sure that they are going to a good home. I think it's the most selfless act as a mother to say, I can't take care of you. I may not even want you, but I do want to make the best decision for you. And so I'm choosing to give you life. The last tip is just to remember to make a decision that you're comfortable with. No matter what I say, your child's father says, your family says, your friend says, or even your parents say, You and you alone have to be happy with the decision that you are making and you have to live with it. There is no sense in trying to raise a child on your own, knowing that you don't want or are not mature enough just because other people say you should. If you have an unplanned pregnancy and you are abandoned by your child's father, then I recommend you watching my video down below. What I'm trying to say is that the decision is yours. Don't take it lightly and never make a rush decision because you may make a decision that you regret. While you are pregnant, get medical care, read books, choose to be happy during your pregnancy, educate yourself, find out your options, talk to family counselors, a therapist, an adoption counselor, or anyone that can help you figure out what you want to do, provided they are an actually smart or qualified person that can give you sound advice. Don't just ask someone that's a junkie on the street or your irresponsible friend that doesn't know how to manage her own life to help you out. 
Tell your parents or family about your pregnancy and no matter what their reaction is, you still have to live with your decision. My mom hated that I was pregnant, but that was short-lived and now her and my son have the best relationship. When I told my grandmother I was pregnant, she gave me so much encouragement and what I thought was a life or death situation was really not that bad because I had people to support me. Just remember, plan what you want to do early. Plan what you want to do ahead. Get professional help if you want to. And make sure that you make the decision when you are not overly emotional and you have your head on straight. Think about what you want to do, what you want your life to be like, what you want your child's life to be like, and if you can live with the decision you make. If you know someone who needs to read this post, then share it with them. And also don't forget to check out my book specifically for single moms, which you can click the link down below to buy.